Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back in. It's hour number two of the early line here on a Friday morning. Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside with you. NFL schedule yesterday dominating a lot of the conversation. Week one is where the eye is drawn to. Certainly looking through, you know, marquee matchups, Thanksgiving slates. But with week one in mind, I decided to offer up our good friend Donnie Wrightside some inner outs. Now, I'm the one asking it, which means I'm in. I believe in these things. And I'm curious if DRS is willing to take the walk with me here. We begin with the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers. The Jordan Love era is upon us, and he is set to start things off so beautifully against the very electric, surprising, and excited about, let's be honest here, people, Chicago Bears. But why this is so perfect to me is the Bears, over? let's let's be honest, over the past couple of years have become synonymous with being absolutely dominated by Aaron Rodgers. So now it is Jordan Love's turn. Jordan Love, multiple touchdown passes in week one in Chicago. Donnie, in or out? I'm going to be out on this, but if you are the Green Bay Packers as an organization and Matt LaFleur is your head coach, you're probably in on it because if you get to the one-yard line, you are going to throw it four times to make sure. Like, see, I told you Jordan Love was a good quarterback. He was able to throw two touchdowns against the Chicago Bears. But hear me out on this, Kevin. He's going to get – his first start, I should, he started in the NFL before, but his first true start as a starter and a leader of the Green Bay Packers, which has an entire offseason. But look who he's throwing the football to. Watson – Reed, Dubs, and apparently, you know, Casey Musgrave or, you know, Kelsey Musgrave, whatever the country singer is here, at tight end here. I don't know who he's throwing the football to, which is the same thing, which I was wondering about who Aaron Rodgers was throwing the football to. But Aaron Rodgers is a top five quarterback of all time here. Do I think he can do it? Yes. But I'm out on it right away because until I see some improvement in the wide receiver core, I'm out. I can't do it. You know I've been waiting for some reason to get involved here with this Jordan Love Packer regime, and I'm all about it. Multiple touchdowns. Let's line this one and a half over up here. Post it right now. Next on the list, Baltimore, huge favorite. Huge against the Houston Texans. Week one, flirting with a double-digit line. Lamar Jackson at home, DRS. Four total touchdowns in the home opener, playing maybe the worst team in the National Football League, in or out. 
I'm telling you right now, if you would have told me it was Lamar's four total touchdowns in the first half of this game, I probably would have been in as well. I am high on the Baltimore Ravens this year, and they Mm -hmm. will set the tone from week one in a new look Mm -hmm. offense that maybe goes, you know what? We're going to prove everybody wrong, Lamar. You can throw the football. Look, Kevin and I know he can throw the football, but I'm talking about 35 times in the home opener, 375 yards passing, three touchdowns, and he runs two in himself saying, I am the MVP. This is why you paid me the money. Now, granted, will it get that high? I don't know, but I'm excited about the Ravens, and I'm in on four touchdowns. I love that. I'm doing a, doing a little math right now because the total for the game is 45. I know you okay. like to do your team totals a little later on. Mm-hmm. Team total, Ravens. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be about Man. 27, 27 and a half. I mean, exquisite. I mean, come on now. Exquisite. You love a 30 ball, don't you? <sighs> Exactly. And also, if you're taking a look at maybe a starting quarterback that's maybe not ready to be a starting quarterback starting in that game, what's that mean, Kevin? We're starting on plus yeah. side of the field the entire game. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, mm. he's ready to go week one. It should be a fun time to watch that Ravens offense. Absolutely love it. We got two more, but of course, we got to bring the radio audience into the fold here on the early line Friday morning series XM mm-hmm. channel 159. Now, here's the thing. I do prefer if DRS agrees with me, and I wasn't sure how the first two would land, so I gave a layup here. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine DRS won't be in on this next one here. Jimmy G picked off in his first start. They make the trip to Denver, Donnie, in or out. Come on now. I don't know. Watching him with the 49ers, apparently he's so quick to make decisive decisions and maybe he throws the ball 11 times in the first game of the season, and that's how great Jimmy Garoppolo is. But I do believe he will get picked off. But my goodness, sometimes you look at some of the options that you have on the Raiders. They're great wide receivers, which also means, Kevin, what do you do? You force the football to great wide receivers, which sometimes leads to turnovers there. I'm going to go, yes, Jimmy Garoppolo, game one. Yeah, he throws an interception. You got to believe it. I can't wait. INT props week one. How could you not be involved? Some Vegas news this morning, by the way. Tom Brady in talks to become a limited partner of the Vegas Raiders. DRS seems bothered. Perhaps a radio conversation. Last one here for you, DRS. We look at some of the best games on the slate. We talked about them in hour number one. Jets, Bills, Chargers, Dolphins. I look at a great quarterback matchup in both of those games. Tua versus Herbert. Allen versus Rodgers. I say Tua and Herbert throw for more touchdowns in their matchup combined than Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers in or out. Yes, I'm actually in on this because I think these two quarterbacks need to prove a point. Also, two organizations that are going to prove a point. Great offensive mastermind down there in Miami, but also keep in mind, again, Kellen Moore comes over from the Dolphins to the Chargers, and what was he brought in to do? I'm going to throw the football downfield with this guy with a howitzer on his arm. We're throwing all over the football field in this game. Let's go over. I love it. I love it. DRS is in. That's what we like to see. I'll yeah. throw a bonus one here, Donnie. Bonus. Okay. Sam Howell yeah. benched in the, f- <laughs> the first game of the season for the Commanders. I mean, can we stop this? I mean, can we, oh, my st- can we stop this? They're still- yeah, or I mean, they, or in the locker room, they go, hey, Sam Howell's going to be the starter in game one. And then Ron Rivera goes, you know what? The backup quarterback says that he should be the starter. I'm going to go that route. Sorry, Sam. That's the way it works in Washington, by the way, Kevin, if you didn't know. Uh, listen, well, Ron Rivera has no idea if week one counts or not, so he's not Where's really too worried about Bring it. Bring him back. An extra pre. <laughs> Put the Jordan. We'll talk on. some rookie QBs next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's talk about these rookie quarterbacks, and then we will get over to Major League Baseball preview, and then, of course, we hit tonight the Game 6s in the NBA. The reason I want to do this, and because this is always a conversation with rookie quarterbacks, when will they start? And now that we have the schedule, and in very, well, usually seen as important, Donnie, we have the bye weeks, we can probably get a better idea as at least our expectations around these QBs. Though, for two of them, it might not matter. To start this off with Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers, their opening game is in Atlanta. Is there any world in which Bryce Young is not the week one starter for the Carolina Panthers? Injury, concussion, COVID, whatever it would be, something out of the norm, Kevin, because there's no way that you're going to take a quarterback number one and then tell your fan base he's not ready to be our franchise guy and Andy Dalton is the best thing that we have going on our roster here. Absolutely no way, no how. Game one, you will be starting your young franchise quarterback. So I think the Panthers are set on Bryce being the guy. I think teams come into this sometimes and they don't want the guy to start, right? Their ideal scenario is that quarterback not being the guy. So if it is not Bryce Young, it will be, to your point, it'll be a bit of a, it'll be a down note, no doubt, right? You can't dress it up as, no, this was always the plan. We know it's not the plan. Frank Reich has been very forward that it's not the plan. I will say, when we go through these lists of teams here, you know, Andy Dalton's a solid backup, right? Andy Dalton has a place in this league. From, from a win perspective for Carolina, it wouldn't be super disastrous. But every expectation is Bryce starts right away, which is big for his offensive rookie of the year odds. The same is true of C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans. At least that's my read on it. I have no idea how you would send Davis Mills or Case Keenum out there week one to get smashed in Baltimore. If they did that, I think it'd be very reasonable. I'm serious. I think there's a world that C.J. Stroud takes over at halftime of that football game, a la Deshaun Watson, when he made his debut with the Houston Texans some years ago. Do you think C.J. Stroud is also a week one lock starter health provided? 
100% because you're not really in mode yet for the Houston Texans to say, hey, we need to win football games and actually make the playoffs. Now, granted, everybody wants to do that. That's what an organization is trying to do, and the head coach will tell you that. But the most important thing for the Houston Texans this year is see what they have in their young quarterback by playing him as much as you can. Just like we talked about Bryce Young there being the number one overall pick, you're going to say your fan base on going like, look, we actually didn't finish last. We traded up to number one, and we moved heaven and earth to get this guy, and you're telling me he's not ready to play Boy, did we just whiff on the guy? Now, I know it's unfair to actually say that, but that's just what the perception would be. Now, you're drafting number two overall. You didn't have to trade up to get capital. You got your guy. But also, Kevin, you don't have that old sage veteran at like 31 or 32 years old Mm -hmm. that goes, hey, you know what? We're going to long play this. Let me take all the shrapnel early. I'm going to teach you the ropes here. I'm not going to be good enough to win us football games. And by the time we hit our bye week, whatever our record is, one and five, one and six, one and seven, whenever the bye week comes, I'll hand the football off to you and you're gonna have no pressure just but to go out and perform because wins aren't going to matter at that point you really can't do that at number two and also you can't do it when the guy you're trying to beat out is davis mills yeah here's the worst case scenario kevin hey you know what we're gonna start davis mills out here and actually plays good football as a slightly more veteran guy than obviously the guy you just drafted you don't want that here you let the young gunslinger learn from his spot here it's a new age nfl it's not steve air mcnair coming out of alcorn state let's bench him for a year or carson palmer for the cincinnati Bengals. When you draft these kids, they should be ready to go, and they need to play right away. Well, here's the other reason the Texans can't do this, right? Texans start Davis Mills for a chunk of this season, tank their season, they pick top three. You know what'll be in, and then they're sat there with that with the potential quarterbacks on the on the window, and we've only watched four C.J. Stroud games. You will hear people say maybe they should just draft a quarterback and give up on C.J. Stroud. Here's a little note, though. Love what the NFL did, and I don't think it's going to matter, but. These teams play one another, Carolina and Houston, in week eight. They gave them both week seven buys. It is to almost basically say, there's no world we're not getting C.J. Stroud against Bryce Young. I almost wish they would have, like, and I get why they didn't because they're supposed to be bad, but I almost wish they would have kind of pushed it there and tried to go prime time with the one versus two pick uh, overall. I thought that would have been neat. Let's get Anthony Richardson in the mix here. Colts way different. I don't think it's dead set that Richardson opens up this season. I'm not saying it's a 0% chance, but it doesn't feel like a lock as the other two. The bye week for Anthony Richardson and the Indianapolis Colts way deep into the season. It's week 11. So if you don't see Anthony Richardson until post-bye and they play 10 games, my take on that would mean things are going very well in Indianapolis. That would mean that Gardner Minshew is having a resurgence in Indianapolis, Donnie. And maybe we don't see Anthony Richardson at all this season because that means the Colts are playing good football without him. The Colts... And the fans, they're going to see Anthony Richardson every single game this year, Kevin. Just maybe not starting every single game. He's too electric as an athlete to not have built-in packages. This might be the perfect storm for the Colts because you can sort of ride the tide and say, well, Gordon Mitchell is starting, which means he's playing 95% of the snaps out here. That might not be the case. You're going to have packages built in for Anthony Richardson. You're probably even going to have series built in for Anthony Richardson early because, again, the Colts aren't saying right now this year, we want to make the playoffs. We want to win the Super Bowl. The Colts are saying, we got this dynamic electric quarterback that if we bring him around at just the right speed, he might be one of the most electric players in football over the next decade. He will play, Kevin, in every single game this season, regardless if he starts. So uh, it's a great point, and I think you're totally right. But I think if you're the Colts, 
I would, in the same way that we talk about the other guys, if Richardson beats out Minshew, you run it and you let him go. There, I don't think you. I, we, we don't need to treat Anthony Richardson with, with kid gloves just because he's a great athlete, because I think sometimes we do that. If first game's at home against Jacksonville, game two is at Houston, right? Divisional games, we can go 1-1 there. Like, you look at the beginning of the schedule. This isn't a murderer's row of a schedule that they open up with. Through the first eight weeks, five of those games are at home. I'm just saying, be open to the idea that Richardson starts this season right now as far as the titans go this is a lot more difficult ryan Tannehill is significantly better than i think anybody else we're talking about here right whether that's dalton davis mills or gardner Minshew, Tannehill is actually entrenched as the starter for this football team but we know they don't love ryan Tannehill. are they even but here's the thing Will Levis right now, we're talking about, he wasn't a first-round pick. He was just supposed to be a first-round pick. So there isn't probably as much expectation on Tennessee that they need to start him. Week seven by Donnie, right? So they would be six games in, potentially, when then, you know, you would make that usual decision. What do you see from the Titans, Tannehill, Levis, and if Malik Willis factors in at all? Malik Willis doesn't factor in at all anymore at this point. And also, when you take a look at Tannehill, he's going to start the season, but also you have the ultimate out clause. Vrabel's a very good coach, but let's take a look at their schedule. At the Saints, that's a loss. Home against the Chargers, that's a loss. Away at the Browns, that's a loss. Home against the Bengals, that's a loss. You're already 0-4. You'll probably win against the Colts, but even that, it's on the road. It's still hard to win football games on the road. Let's give them a win. Next week, they're going to get throttled by the Ravens, head into the bye. Everybody's going to want to fire the head coach. They're going to be ultra mad at Tannehill. That's when you put your young quarterback in, and he gets the play against the Falcons at home as a nice jumping off point for your season to see what the quarterback has. It's the perfect schedule setup because you're not going to get anything out of me. Kevin says, hey, by the way, Tannehill's going to be 5-2 uh, and two with the bye week. He's not going to be like that. They'd be lucky to win one football game before their bye, and that's when you put the rookie quarterback in. For Tennessee, and you know, maybe Titans fans will be upset with what Donnie said, inarguably, though, you will be an underdog in five out of those six games. Inarguably. Sure. You don't start Will Levis in that spot. Tannehill will open it up, and then it'll be record-dependent by the time they get to the bye. Major League Baseball breakdown next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Major League Baseball time here on the early line. Kevin Walsh and Donnie right side rocking with you here on a Friday. Let's just remind everybody, get involved there with Moneyline, 1 p.m. Eastern start time today, Sports Grid Radio, as well as betting above the rim on the weekend. Myself and Coach James Young, 10 a.m. start time, Eastern time there, two hours, both Saturday and Sunday because we keep the good times rolling here. DRS, the baseball board, though, today I know as you very interested. One spot specifically, we'll get there in due time. We begin, though, with the Tampa Bay Rays and the New York Yankees. The expectation for this game is Garrett Cole will have the baseball. Now, I don't believe we have full odds yet this early in the morning, but if that is so, what are you lining up here? What are you seeing on the Tampa side of things? What you're hoping here also from the Yankees' perspective is that Cole pitches and pitches well because, of course, the best lineup in Major League Baseball resides in Tampa Bay. Everybody on that roster basically today in the anticipated lineup is supposed to rake. But having said that, you're not going up against just a normal right-handed pitcher. You're going up against one of the better aces in baseball and Garrett Cole over the past 30 days, an XFIP of under four, strikeout percentage close to 27%. And he's been great. Lefties and righties, he has dominated. Now, we'll wait to see who's actually going to be on the mound here for the Tampa Bay Rays. Looks like it is going to be J.P. Fleming at 5.28 XFIP, which is high. How about this, Kevin? A K rate? of only 9%, which means the balls are going to be in play. Yesterday, as we saw, warmer day in the Bronx. You know, took advantage of that, the Tampa Bay Rays, but also across Major League Baseball. In the Northeast, usually the barometer that we like to use. If you're getting warm weather there, there's a really good chance that the rest of the country is also experiencing warm weather, which it looks like we're doing. But having said that with Fleming, he's got that low strikeout rate, Kevin, a high XFIP number, but he has actually good splits. 261 weighted on base percentage of lefties, a 315 mm-hmm. to righties. And if we're looking at the lineup today, you know, Rizzo has an, an elevated weighted on base percentage. Uh, LeMahieu average, Torres average, Bader decent here. It's not a great looking Yankees lineup, even though they're starting to come around over the past few games. But this is Tampa Bay. Might probably get a good pitching start and also a good bullpen effort and going up against an elite offense here. Going to be a tough one for the Yankees. We'll see where they open up, but assuredly, they'll open up as favorites because Cole's on the mound. Look, the interesting thing, though, is, right, Garrett Cole this season has been magical. Except for that game against the Rays where he went and got shelled on his way out and only and ended up giving up five earned runs in the game. He's only given up 12 this season. Nearly half of the runs he's allowed this year came in that one outing against Tampa Bay, which is a credit to them. When Cole is the, kind of, is the type of pitcher that you would expect to bounce back here, and that is exactly what they need from him today against what uh, you rightfully describe as the best lineup in baseball. Mets Nationals is next up for us here as we try and take a look at the Mets here who need a big series. Now, usually you would say the Nationals, right? Just what the doctor ordered, but... I feel like that's what people would have said about the Cincinnati Reds, and that wasn't really the case for the Mets. Mets are road favorites, better than minus 130, totals a nine. 
McGill is going to be on the mound here for the Mets, which usually is a disaster, and he has been terrible. Take a look at the past month in Major League Baseball. He's got an XFIP of close to 7. Yes, 7. A K rate percentage, 15%. Horrible. Walk rate, Kevin, over 10%. Now, hear me out on this. McGill's actually done decently against left-handed batters to the tune of a 310 weighted on base percentage and an ISO power number of 078. Great. But take a look at the right-handed batters here. A 420 weighted on base percentage coupled with an ISO power number of 238. But as I like to do here, Kevin, nine anticipated batters in the lineup. Let's just look at the ISO power numbers, which lets you believe that this lineup can hit for doubles, triples, home runs, and drive-in runs. If I told you, Kevin, there are nine players in this lineup that will be batting tonight, obviously in Major League Baseball, how many would you say have above average ISO power numbers against right-handed pitching in 2023? All right, I've 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 played this game many times, and I often lose. I will say two, two in the line. Zero, zero oh, today Always for the Nationals, zero. which is what we anticipated starting the season. As with this terrible lineup, Gore is going to be on the mound though here for the Washington Nationals. Hey, take a look at this, Kevin. XFIP two point nine three, K rate thirty two percent. Now here's the interesting part: he's a left-handed pitcher, Kevin absolutely filthy against right-handed batters 275 weighted on base percentage iso of 118 looking at the anticipated lineup tonight for those mets only two lefties are in the lineup now why is that important gore has faced 22 batters from the left-hand side they torched him a 545 weighted on base percentage but only two lefties in the lineup and a horrible lineup for the nationals you see can say to yourself like look you just got to trust in the over mm-hmm. just because the way this sets up. But my goodness, nothing sets up right here for the hitters for either side here entering into this game. All right, there you go. Maybe that total in a tick too high. I mean, yeah, oh, brutally. The Nationals, zero. All right, here we go. I'm gonna, I got to keep that in memory, yeah. though, because I, I yeah. know that question will come up a couple of times. Next one here. Now, listen to this. Toronto, Atlanta. In Toronto. Mm-hmm. Great on the surface. I'm not saying it's not. But look at this line. Minus 156 right now in the FanDuel Sportsbook for Atlanta in Toronto. I know Spencer Strider's a dog, DRS. Well, not a dog. It's a fa- you get the point. He's obviously very, very good, right? Some some argue maybe the best pitcher in Major League Baseball. It's a strong number, though, in Toronto, a team that usually gets a lot of respect from the books. What do you see here in this matchup? Here's what I see. Take a look at the Toronto lineup. Very powerful and actually gets right into pitching, Kevin. Estimated starting lineup, six-plus batters. Ooh, we might be able to get some runs, right? Up in Toronto, smaller ballpark. It feels like they haven't played a home game in three years there as they go back. But having said that, you are correct. Strider is on the mound. Look at these numbers. Again, it's just if you're new watching the show, XFIP, I talk about it a lot here. That's what the pitcher does. That's his underlying value of what he does against the batter alone and also giving up fly balls, right? Just to keep it simple there. Four under is what you look for. Strider's a 2.71. Now, K-rates, you hear me talk about this, Kevin, quite a bit on the show. Where do I look for? Hey, man, you got to be successful as a pitcher. You need to have at least a 20% K-rate. He doubles that, Kevin. 43.4% K-rate for Strider here. Walk rate under 10%. Incredible. When we take a look at the ISO power numbers that we just talked about, where Washington doesn't have any ISO power numbers that are good against right-handed pitching here, we'll take a look at Strider here on the mound. If it's below 170, you're doing your job. Lefties, Kevin, 061. Microsoft. Righties, 071, almost equally as good. So good luck to those Toronto batters as they line up. Now, let's flip it over to the Atlanta side. Usually we like their lineup here. You just think Atlanta, you think runs, right? Not necessarily this year. Against right-handed pitching over the past 30 days, only four batters are plus with ISO power numbers. And you line up Bassett, his 
XFIP number is a little bit high, a 4.77, but it's Cape rate, right around 25%. But look at this, Kevin. The ISO power number is the all-important number, a 120 to lefties and 055 to righties. But take a look at this. Lefties in the lineup today, Olsen, Rosario, Albies, and Harris, which is four, which means you'll be getting five right-handed batters. Look at Bassett over the past 30 days, Kevin, against right-handed batters. 174 weighted on base percentage and an ISO of 055. They don't even touch him here. Dare I say, two lineups that you figure would be able to hit in a small ballpark here in May, and we're probably leaning under because those two pitchers should eat today. Wow. You know what? That is surprising. The eight-and-a-half number, you see it there. And look, the, like, the Toronto team total, it's three-and-a-half. With the way Strider is, you see that and go, I don't know, right? That's the kind of respect that he gets here uh, on the mound, but it looks like it's kind of both ways. Mm -hmm. Moving over then, Astros-White Sox, once upon a time, this would have been a fun and exciting matchup, but instead it's, ooh, Michael Kopech against Houston. Looks like he could be in for some trouble here. Home dog total in this game, DRS checks in at a nine. Sometimes you wake up in the morning, Kevin. You take a look at a game. You say, ooh, Houston, Chicago. Let me just see who's on the mound here. And you go, Kopech's on the mound today against Houston. Boy, where can you sign me up? This isn't, you know, your, I want to say your grandfather. This isn't your stepbrothers, Houston Astros team from even last year at this point because you expect them to rake at the plate. They don't do that. Look at Kopech, 5.66 XFIP over the last 30 days in Major League Baseball. Right-handed batters torching him, a 400 weighted on base percentage, an ISO of close to 300 here. But we look at the game today and how it lines up with the Houston bats. It just doesn't, Kevin. Only two... You, only two batters in this Houston lineup against right-handed pitching that are above with their weighted on base percentages here? How can that be? This used to be one of the better lineups in Major League Baseball at hitting here and also playing in an easy ballpark to hit and down at Houston. Now, granted, I know the game is on the road with the Chicago White Sox today. Not great weather conditions, but it just doesn't set up. When you see certain pitchers on the mound, you immediately want to circle that game and get after it, and I just can't here. Houston hasn't woken up at the plate yet, but having said that again, Kevin, who do you trust more? The bats to come alive for Houston against Cope or Kopech to turn it around against the Houston lineup today. It's just a tough one where I'll sit this out. It's just a shame we don't have an electric lineup in today to go up against Michael Kopech. Usually, you would expect it to be a full firing mm -hmm. squad. Here's the game, DRS. I'll give you the chance to break it down, though, where you okay. expect okay. a full onslaught. Rangers, A's, the floor is yours. Yes, and here's where we're going. Again, anytime you see the Oakland Athletics, that's a circle game no matter what happens because typically they don't have a pitcher on the mound that can actually control the bats of the other team, and that's what we anticipate tonight. A balmy 65 degrees in the Bay Area tonight. Slight wind blowing out the center field as it typically does in San Francisco and also in Oakland for Major League Baseball games. But Walter Chuck's on the mound last 30 days. He's bad. He's always bad, right? Close to a 6 XFIP number. A K percentage of 18.7, but take a look at this. He's a lefty going up against righties, a 371 weighted on base percentage, an ISO of 239. He's going to get a stacked deck of right-handed hitters tonight. At least six of those guys are above average with their weighted on base percentage against lefties. They should hit tonight. Texas should win and probably looking at a total in this game going to the over. Keep your eyes peeled out for that late-night action. This is the time of the Staying year up. that we wait for because here's the deal, up. right? You know what NBA game you can bet on tomorrow? There's uh, no NBA you can bet on tomorrow. Mm. If the Heat win tonight, we'll break that down in a couple of moments. You know what NBA games you're going to be able to bet on Monday? There are no NBA games that you will be able to bet 
on Monday. Bigger ratings for Baseball the Baseball is about the to factor in. You know what? I mean, yep. well, all right. I don't know about all that. People are saying. I mean, it's not. saying. Maybe that's why you're same game parlay tonight. It's for Nick's Heat. That's where we start next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Live right here on SportsGrid, it is the early line. About 20 minutes to go here on a Friday. We've got two games tonight in the NBA. A couple of home teams looking to close it out in advance of the conference finals. Lakers hoping to join the Nuggets and the Miami Heat waiting then potentially on the winner of Boston and Philly in a Game 7. Or maybe we have more Game 7s that could be on the menu. But what is on the menu today, some same-game parlays. Let's do it, DRS. Talk to me here. What do we think? It's the same game parlay style. Yeah, we're going to keep it simple tonight. And what I mean is two legs. Now, yesterday, I feel bad because as I, you know, watched my Philadelphia 76ers take a loss yesterday, I said, you know what? The comfort is going to be coming at a 4-1 to favorite here for a parlay coming in mm-hmm. easily. And that dealt with the Phoenix Suns, who didn't even show up. They didn't even help me out. They didn't even give me a chance to relax and sort of mm-hmm. feel that game. That's okay. Friday's payday. It's time to get back on the horse. Now, typically, Kevin, you know we usually look in this game. Let's go to the higher scoring game, which would be the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Lakers, at least we think, right? Not the case. And also, maybe you're looking to go in a game tonight with the Miami Heat and the New York Knicks and take the top end of the spectrum here. The Jimmy Butlers, the Jalen Brunsons of the world. We're not even going to do that. I'm going for bench players that I think are going to step up in big moments tonight for the Miami Heat as they close close out the New York Knicks. Those two players I'm looking at, three-point props. Kevin Love to make over one-and-a-half three-point shots and also Max Struess to make over two-and-a-half mm. three-point shots. Again, just to keep it simple, Love knocks down two, Struess knocks down three. We get paid to the tune of a plus 194. In this series, Kevin, Kevin Love has been very good from the three-point line outside of the last game. Max Struess has shown up with volume each and every game. And with no Victor Oladipo and no Tyler Hero, other guards have to step up from the three-point line. These two guys have done that. I think they do it again tonight, and there's a legitimate chance I can cash this one by the half. Close to two to one for me tonight with just two players and two legs that's where i'm going with my same game parlay let him fly in south beach for me this is going to look out on the surface but 
Mm. Third quarter over 50 and a half oh points. Goodness. This is hitting four to five games in this series. Get over it, Donnie, okay? We're out here trying to give out winning wagers. This is hit out of four to five games so far in this series. By the way, he really does math on that gigantic calculator there. Four to five in this series that has come in. That number's not going to be any lower live. You get involved pregame. The other, Mitch Robb, under six and a half points he barely got over this last game and they were intentionally sending him to the foul line there and that was costing him some minutes he is not involved at all in this offense and his minutes could come down if they go hack a robinson early plus 221 there donnie and over and an under get involved get excited yeah, here's the one. Here's the favorite part about this same game parlay. Is so you're gonna put that out on Twitter. You know, FanDuel Sportsbook probably will pick that up. SportsGrid will shoot that out, and every comment below will be like, "Hey, Kevin, can you walk me through where I actually find this wager out?" That's half the battle, and certainly mm -hmm. half the fun. It's like a treasure hunt, right? Scavenger hunt. Hey guys, go find these little nuggets right here, and they all add up to a plus two twenty one here today. It's Friday. It's payday. We're both cashing in these tickets tonight. I can't wait to watch it play out. And again, three point props. It feels like I'm going back to my in play sports tonight roots here, saying. What? Get back to ah. the basics. Get back to the winning, and that's the three-point line for me. Let's do it. Let's do it. Is there a max on how many legs we can have? Because if we get back to the basics, then we go out there nine legs, yeah. everybody to make one exactly. three minus one hundred one, exactly. and we we get the people paid the way that we are supposed to. There. Let's stick with this game here tonight. My favorite bet on the board comes from this game. Listen, you 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 roll your eyes at the third quarter uh, total. Wait till you see my favorite bet in this game. We'll get there in a minute. Let's build up uh. anticipation. Talk to me. Heat minus the five and a half total two hundred eight. I think. The Heat win this basketball game. They've been perfect at home so far season. I have no reason to believe that stops tonight. Jimmy B coming off of his only game this playoffs without 20-plus points. You expect him to be better. Could the minutes catch up to a Jalen Brunson coming off of the 48? I think it's very live here. For me, the Heat finish this out tonight. We see a lot of two-and-a-halves and three-and-a-halves, three Kevin, here in the NBA playoffs, and that's one of those where you say, like, well, well I can't really take the other's side, which would be the dog, and say, well, if they don't win, they'll probably cover, but that's a little bit less, two possessions, but now we're getting into that gray area, Kevin, where we're talking about the New York Knicks getting close to six points here and where that line ends up, which would mean a few possessions in a game that's listed at 208. Every possession usually means something. I loved the fact that the Knicks said on their home court, which the Philadelphia 76ers should have done, hey, let's play our superstars all the way through as if it's game seven because we can't say to ourselves, Kevin, well, I, I can't go Jalen Brunson 48 minutes. I can play him 39 because what happens if we do make a game six if you didn't do that kevin they probably don't even make a game six at this point but then lies the issue is those guys who went max effort just to keep your team in the series now you got to go on the road you're probably gonna have to replicate that kevin right brunson is going to be looking at tom thibodeau now going okay the expectation is our backs are up against the wall i need 48 minutes again and can you be so superior mm. as you were in the last game things do change from playing in your home building typically of going on the road or would it be just so simple with the miami heat and the same wavelength I've been using for this entire series. I just think they're the better ball club. So when I see the Miami Heat play the New York Knicks, I think it's an automatic win here for the Miami Heat. I was actually stunned, mildly stunned here, that the New York Knicks had that great performance at home, right? Like, what are you kidding me, Donnie? They were favored in the basketball game at home. That's what they're supposed to do. I get it. But everything I've seen out of this series from the Miami Heat, they are the better ball club. I expect Jimmy Butler to have one of those games tonight in the high 20s, ball in his hand in the fourth quarter. But I'm struggling a little bit right now, Kevin, with taking a look at that 
that five and a half price going, okay, I do think the Heat will win, but I wouldn't be surprised at like a 104-100 type game, 104-101 type game as it draws near the end, because let's remind ourselves also, the Miami Heat aren't an offensive juggernaut by any stretch. That's why we're sitting in games here at the FanDuel Sportsbook at 208. I'm struggling a little bit with the line, but I do say to myself, Miami's better. And if Miami's going to win the basketball game, you're going to lay the five and a half points. I know that's the way you like to approach it here. The conversation around minutes has been a big one. But we only keep talking about Jalen Brunson. What about Quentin Grimes? Quentin Grimes and the minutes matter. His over for five and a half rebounds plus assists has come in every single time that he has played at least 40 minutes this season, regular season and postseason. That's 8-0. How about every time he's played 38 minutes? 12 and 1 to the over. This we talk about volume all the time, right? But mainly when we're talking about scoring the basketball, making threes. The volume of I'm on the court at all times helps a guy like Quentin Grimes, who usually only averages three rebounds and two assists, right? All of a sudden elevate to four rebounds and three assists, five rebounds and four assists. Those are the kind of things that you can expect to cash there. Quentin Grimes played 48 last game, and as long as he plays 40, he goes over five and a half rebounds plus assists here tonight in game six against Miami. We get to Lakers Warriors. The Lakers are a two and a half point home favorite. Let's call it what it is, Donnie. It's not Laker disrespect. It is Golden State love. It is the Warriors continuing to be a team that people are scared to bet against. It is a Warriors team that throughout this run have always been able to win on the road. An unbelievable record where I believe it's 28 series, something outrageous where they've been able to win at least one game on the road. Well, tonight, they either keep that streak alive or their season is over. I really do not think the Lakers... I guess maybe it is a little disrespect, but I know why. It's not, I don't think, doubt on on L.A. It is people saying Golden State can't go out like this. It's Golden State who needs the basketball game, but I don't think that matters. I think the Lakers handle their business here as they have all postseason long in their own building. And I'm going to go with LeBron James tonight. I'm just going to use his playoff performances so far if you line them up here, Kevin. Uh, The Minnesota game, which he had 30. That was to open, right? That was the clincher. That was to get the Lakers into the playoffs. And since then, 21, 28, 25, 22, 15, 22, 22, 23, 21, 27, and 25. All fine and good, Kevin, right? That's what players are supposed to do. Just give honest efforts each night. But tonight's one of those games for LeBron James that cements his legacy. Say, Don, what are you talking about cementing his legacy? He's already one of the best basketball players. Puts down that throne of saying, you know what? I'm tired of hearing about Golden State beats us all the time, and Steph Curry's going to pass me on the upper echelon of better NBA players. That's not going to happen. This is one of those games, Kevin, which in the late third quarter, LeBron James is going to be cupping his ear to the crowd as if it was Hulk Hogan firing people up during Hulkamania. I expect that tonight of LeBron James. And quite frankly, Kevin, I would be shocked if LeBron James lands in the 20s tonight because I know it's one of those games where the cream of the crop is going to rise. Do you think Steph Curry is going to go out in this game and go, hey, guys, you know what? Clay, I know you're struggling a little bit. Let's get you going early. Draymond just had 20 points. Would you like another 20-point effort? Because you know what? I'm going to be 
yawning over here on the bench, just bored with the environment and maybe shoot 10 or 15 times. No, Steph Curry is going to shoot 25 plus times. So you know what LeBron needs to do? Do an equal amount, if not more than Steph Curry. I'm not saying LeBron's going to shoot 15 three-point shots, but this is one of those games where AD, a little bit woozy. We don't know what we're going to get from him at this point here. LeBron mm. James steps up in Los Angeles tonight. He goes for more than 30 points, and the Lakers put away the Golden State Warriors. I love it. We've talked about D'Angelo Russell at home. All of a sudden, look at this, right? A couple of games without uh -oh. being able to make some threes. Uh-oh. And all of a sudden, yeah. it's all oh, two and a half. It's plus 126. Great value uh -oh. on D'Lo, who has been great in this own building. But DRS, here's the thing for me. They've dropped this total all the way down to 221. I think one of these teams, because I don't want to, so we both like the Lakers, right? But I also don't think yes. either of us are going to sit here and say, look, if Golden State wins this game, well, I throw my hands up. I, I've never seen anything like this in NBA history, <laughs> right? Well, that would be crazy. One of these teams tonight scored 120 points. One of these teams tonight will be, be, will be at 120. I think 221 is way too light. Way too light here for this game. Whether it's the Lakers getting after it, and again, from beyond the arc, D'Lo, LeBron, a number of guys, or the Warriors go out there and make 23s. And at that point, though, the Lakers, again, I still think can actually match them as they have in games already during this series. But I really like 221 here, Donnie. This number's dropped nearly seven points from where we started in this series, and I think you're seeing value now. Yeah, you had an under yesterday, right, in that Phoenix game, which, you know, 125, 100, so yeah, easily got over. That thing was priced around that 226, 225, two, excuse, 227, 226 number. Mm -hmm. When you take a look at the Philadelphia 76ers game, I thought that game would go under, excuse me, go over. It didn't even come close to that. So in these closeout situations, defense is of the premium, but you're right about that. Yeah. Is this Golden State walking the basketball off the court? No. Is this LeBron James saying, hey, let's hold out for a shot here? No. These are two elite offensive teams getting after it, and I think the pace is going to show that early. Also, so, Kevin, real quick, Anthony Davis in this game, right? You saw him get injured on a game mm -hmm. that he was 10 of 18 from the floor, 23 and 9. He was probably going to easily eclipse 25-plus points, maybe get to 30 with a nice double-double. I look at the centerpiece in this game, who I think is LeBron James to carry the Lakers, but what are you getting out of Anthony Davis tonight? Is this one of those redemption games where people called me soft and actually laughed at me from a commentating perspective? I need to step my game up. What does Anthony Davis give fuel to the fire, Kevin, to go with an 11-point effort and really wasn't a major player, and we go back to Golden State for Game Seven. No, I expect a really good night from Anthony Davis. R really, my only my only concern, and this is not meant to be Warrior slander at all, but we saw it in Game Six against Memphis. Blowouts. We saw it last night, Denver Phoenix. Blowouts. That would be my hesitation on some of the numbers tonight. Right? Is the potential for blowout that just exists in the NBA postseason? But AD, the 24 and a half to me, does look vulnerable there. I'll mention, by the way, Steph Curry, they've jumped his number up to 31 and a half. I think there's a bit of a notion from the books that he is due for a big breakout three point performance because we've not seen that yet from Steph in this series. Game, I think game one, he made six, but he hasn't made five since game one. Does Steph have a big night from three? Still pretty juiced to go over four and a half donnie closes it out next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com ophthalmologist dr strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts 
Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Segment of the week here for the early line. Sirius XM Channel 159 right here on the Sports Grid Network today. Donnie Wrightside, Kevin Wall, 7 to 9 a.m. As usual, putting forth that effort to make sure you get all the knowledge you're going to need for today and also for the rest of the weekend. But coming up next year, the morning after, make sure you stay tuned to that and the rest of your Sports Grid day. So much topic to talk about today. We actually had a little bit of fun talking NFL schedules here and when we see some of these marquee games, if some of the spreads look right and what could possibly happen. Yes, in the middle part of May, we're actually talking NFL football because it's a lot closer to the regular season than one would think. It feels like the Eagles and the Chiefs just went battle, or did battle, I should say, in the Super Bowl. And here we are talking about the schedule. Wins and losses pile up, where the bye weeks come in, and also the big games all over. The Stanley Cup playoffs continue to motor on, and also yesterday was heartbreaking for me, I got to admit, staying up late, which I usually don't do, to watch the Philadelphia 76ers had a two-point lead late in that game, only to see that dissipate in a 95-86 to loss to the Boston Celtics. And then the nightcap last night, the Nuggets easily put away the Phoenix Suns, which brings up home teams on the rise or the decline? Hey, listen up. Well, the road teams did rise up, and they did last night with the Celtics. Close to a double-digit victory, as it turned out, over the Philadelphia 76ers. And the Nuggets were up like 30 points plus going up against the Phoenix Suns on the road, which lends us to believe tonight, Friday night, are we going to extend series, or will they end? But if last night was any indicator, the New York Knicks taking on the Miami Heat as underdogs, maybe a legitimate chance to force a Game 7 back in the Garden, and then take a look at the Lakers and the Warriors. The Lakers with the 3-1 advantage can they win tonight and close out the series tonight for the Warriors or will the Warriors go on the road something they didn't do all that much this season and win big games now granted if you just look at the previous series the Warriors won the ultimate big game a game seven against the Kings can they force a game seven with the Lakers tonight to extend that series home teams or no teams is usually what I like to say but the road teams rising up last night puts a lot of questions into that equation the only question you need answers next the morning after radio on the grid stay tuned reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing Uh, (laughs) that's definitely not a problem Uh, reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil 
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.